you guys know me, you know that I like to be prepared. <laughs> That's a good thing. Uh, Pastor Crystal was ready to speak, and, uh, and I just know that the Lord wanted me to come up here. I know God has promised us things as a body and personally, but it's just been so heavy on my heart that God leading into, we just went away to a conference and God was preparing my heart for something that I had no idea what I was about to encounter. If we're gonna see the promises of God come, come to fruition in our life and in this body, we have to die. We have to lay down our lives. Jesus has to be everything. If we're gonna see God move in this place and in this community and beyond it will not be because of our talents it won't be because of anything we possess it'll be because there's a bride who was found with their lives laid down with as little as we have laid down lives with our hearts positioned to say Lord you can have it all when we went to this conference I came in with an expectation of what I wanted the Lord to do in my life. I thought it would go a certain way, and things just weren't going the way I thought. And I felt like I was dying inside. And I said, Lord, when are you going to touch me? And he says, I'm doing it. You see, the Lord was showing me we, we romanticized dying a lot. You know, oh, we got to die for the Lord. But when the Lord begins to kill you and the Lord begins to crucify you, literally the desires are ripped away from you. There's things that he carves out of you. When the sword of the Spirit comes upon you and begins to cut away things that you have placed your trust in, and he begins to move people out of your life, it's a process that, let me tell you, it is, it is a scary process it's a process where you literally feel like you are dying inside and I felt literally the flesh being taken away from me this week and I said Lord are you punishing me he said no I'm saving you in the Old Testament when they would sacrifice they never never brought just a part of the animal never brought a part of the animal in order for the holy fire to come upon it the whole animal must be presented the scriptures say that we are called to be living sacrifices and I felt the Lord say that we need to present our whole selves before him and I just feel that this is what the Lord want to speak not just to me but to this body that there are things in our life of which we have not presented before the Lord. Those very things, the Lord has shown me, those very things that I'm holding on to with my dear life are the very things that are killing me because I've placed my trust in them and I found myself discouraged and I found myself empty and dissatisfied. The Lord is cutting away things that we are trusting in more than Him. And what He's asking for is just for one person, a body, to come before Him, to open their heart and say, Lord, have your way with me. 
I let the great physician come and have his work with me. Lord, I lie on the operating table and I let you carve away things out of my life. I feel this intense desire inside of me that the Lord so confirmed this week, just so many different moving pieces that we need to have holy fire come upon us. We need everything that is me to be burned up so that the only thing left in each and every one of us is Jesus Christ. If we're going to see God move the way that our hearts desire, if we're going to see God move in our lives, it's going to be because Christ in us is all that remains. But if that's going to happen, we're going to have to say, Lord, I lay down on that table, Lord. Lord, cut away things that are not good for me. God, have your way. Take away things, Lord, that I have put my trust in that is not from you, Lord. I give you permission. And I promise you, in this process, we will kick and scream. We will wrestle with the Lord, but in his goodness and in his mercy, in his goodness and in his mercy, God is faithful to do this work. And it wasn't until the last night, after kicking and screaming for so many days, you see, the Lord was bringing me to a place where the only thing I wanted was him. You understand that's what God wants to do. We're so distracted with so many things, wanting so many different things. Our heart longs for so many other things. And like I said before, ultimately those things let us down every time. And I came in with an expectation of what I wanted God to do in a certain way. And when he did it, I heard the Lord say, am I enough? Am I enough for you? And I just felt the breaking taking place inside. I felt like just literally things being ripped apart of me as God just brought me to this place where I finally said, Lord, you are enough. There's a scripture that he led to me, led me to this week that says this in 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians chapter 2. And it says this in verse 14, but thanks be to God who in Christ always leads us in triumphal procession and through us spreads the fragrance of the knowledge of him everywhere. For we are the aroma of Christ to God among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. To one a fragrance from death to death, the other a fragrance from life to life. We are called to be the aroma of Christ. The imagery that the Lord was showing me is that of a sacrifice in the Old Testament. And as I shared before, it must be a whole sacrifice. But God desires that 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 sacrifice, when it was acceptable for the Lord, it said that there was a sweet and pleasing aroma that would come up before the nostrils of God. And he was pleased with this sacrifice. He was pleased with this offering. And God is looking for a people that would give their entire selves to him. And in that, there is a sweet aroma that begins to arise to God himself. Where he is pleased with this when we give him our whole selves. Before Joshua in the Old Testament crossed the Jordan River... He told the people, he said, consecrate yourselves. He said, for tomorrow the Lord will do amazing things amongst us. I believe that call still goes out today. 
Father is looking for a consecrated people. To be consecrated is to be set apart unto the Lord. To be consecrated is, is, to, is to wholly devote yourself to the Lord for his purposes. That our bodies would be instruments of righteousness to be used by God. And I believe that there is a call going out to this body right now. That God is asking for a people to live a life of consecration. Because you know what happened? Once consecration took place, the manifestation of the presence came. Consecration comes before manifestation. Once we begin to live a life like this, once we begin to walk in holiness that Christ has called us into, once we begin to give our lives wholly unto him and let holy fire consume us, that only Christ lives in us, the manifest presence begins to fall. If God, if God could come upon the people in the Old Testament, if, if they could experience the manifest presence in the Old Covenant, how much more in the New Covenant, by the blood of Christ, with God himself dwelling inside of us, how much more can we experience the manifest presence of God in our lives? We're not chasing after signs and wonders, but I, I want to tell you something. This is important. This is part of the gospel, the power of God. You understand when you read through the scriptures in the book of Acts, you see these men that would walk with such an anointing on their lives that literally when their shadows begin to touch people, they were healed. When they would pass out their handkerchief, there was, a, there was an anointing on it that would heal them. It's because these men were consecrated. These women were consecrated. They said, Lord, my whole life belongs to you. There's nothing I hold back. I give it all to you. God is looking for that today. Before the manifest presence comes, he says, consecrate yourself. You can't be any more holy than you are when Christ is in you. But because of that now, we walk in holiness. Because we are holy, and because we have the Holy Spirit inside of us, God now says, walk in what I have made you. And as we do that as a people, there's an outpouring that will begin to take place in our listen, this flesh can't do this. No matter how much I desire for this to be done in my life, I recognize there's only one way. I must position myself before the Lord. For some, this, this just may, this may not seem like anything. It goes right over the head. And that's okay. I believe the Lord will, will confirm and speak and reveal to you maybe later today or as time goes on. But for others, if you want to walk in all that God has for you, we must position ourselves before him and say, Lord, take everything. He's not interested in our gifts. Our gifts and our talents can't do the things that God is calling us into. The only thing God needs is a yielded heart before him. That's all he needs is one person to say, Lord, here's my heart. Take everything, God. I position it before you. It's yours. But I know, I know one thing in my life. I can't. I can't move forward with Andrew. I can't do it. I thank God that he's bringing me to the revelation that Andrew can't live anymore. When Andrew fully lives, he'll steal from you. He'll cheat on you. When Andrew lives, anything can go. But when Christ lives in me, and all that is is Christ shining from me, I know that there's a man of God then. 
Our old selves, they have to go. And it's not a one-time thing. This is going to be a lifestyle, but there's, there's something critical, I believe, right now that God's saying right now. In this place, positioning ourselves, allow the Holy Spirit to come upon us and overshadow us. Begin to show us the things that we hold on to. Begin to show us the things that we're clinging to. And he's looking for a people. Listen, some of the reasons why we've been fighting and wrestling and so dry is because God's been trying to show us things that we're holding on to, things that are killing us. And he's trying to perform his spiritual surgery and we keep wrestling off the table. And we're saying, why am I not seeing the things that God has promised come to fruition in my life? He says, because unless the seed is planted in the ground and dies, it still is a single seed. But once we take that seed, the things God has promised to us, the talents he's given us, the visions, the dreams. Once we take those things and we say, Lord, I don't care about it anymore. I just want you. You're enough. And we literally learn to lay down our lives before him. That is where fruit begins to take place. interesting the scripture says to some when you begin to offer yourselves as a complete living sacrifice before the Lord it says that for some it'll be life for others that aroma it says that actually it, it's, it's, it leads to death it's so funny God has just confirmed so many things over these last few weeks something personal came up in a situation that God had given me a word for I just want to share it with you the importance of living this life you see, when we're not fully, when we are not fully surrendered before the Lord, the aroma of ourselves still comes off, and that's not good for anyone. But when we fully give ourselves over to the Lord and allow ourselves to be consumed by Him on the altar and to be burned up by Him, there's a sweet aroma of Jesus that comes off. But I just feel maybe some, maybe some could identify with this, your, your struggle, maybe with family and friends. I was reminded of Cain and Abel. How many know the story of Cain and Abel? They brought it offerings before the Lord. I love it. I love it because there, there's, no, there's no scriptures on tithing yet. There's, there's nothing like this. Abel, Abel, his heart, he just wants to bring his best before the Lord. And Abel comes and offers this sacrifice before the Lord. And many of you know the story in that he gives his best. Cain doesn't. And in the end, the Lord shows favor upon Abel. And Cain is extremely jealous. And he actually goes as far as to kill him. And what the Lord was speaking for, for someone specific, but I just want to share with you, is, is that when you live a life like this, where your whole heart is surrendered, where you truly are so content with Jesus that nothing else matters, that sacrifice will always anger and frustrate the sacrifices of Cain. Because in that, when you offer your whole selves, it immediately convicts others who are not offering the same thing. And I want to encourage you that you would be enabled that no matter what others say around you, no matter what, no matter what it looks like, that we would be faithful to offer, offer our complete selves before the Lord. That's what he's looking for. Yeah. Yeah. 
I believe God wants to, by his spirit, transform this altar into an altar of burning fire. I believe God right now wants to consume you. If you would say, yes, Lord, I'll open my heart to you. Thank you for listening to Home Church's podcast. To go deeper into the message, text DEEPER to 66866. If you would like to give to this ministry, you can text the amount to 631-693-4176 or visit us at myhomechurch.org backslash give.